0: Welcome back to The Lash Business Lounge. I am your host, Lauren Lappin, and this is the place where we talk all things lash and beauty business related. Hello, and welcome back to The Lash Business Lounge. My name is Lauren, and today I am going to be talking about why you're not making money. or well, you might be making money, but you can't keep it. There's nothing left to show at the end of the week or the end of the month. So, AKA why your business is not profitable. If you haven't got money left in your business bank account at the end of the week or whenever it is that you pay all of the things that you need to pay, it means that you are not making a profit, okay? Which is not good. We didn't get into business to struggle. If we wanted to struggle, we could continue working on for somebody else. But that's not the case. You're obviously, if you're listening to this show, you're a business owner, you want to be more successful. You want to grow. So, I'm going to go over three reasons why you might be struggling to make a profit. And look, I'll be honest, they're super simple. They are super, super duper simple. And you're going to listen and you're going to go, oh, yeah, of course. But no one ever takes any action on these things. Okay. So, I hear this so often from so many different people in the industry, people that I coach, People that reach out to me about coaching and then they go, "Oh, I'm really sorry, I can't afford it. I haven't got the like the cash flow is just not there. I can't put aside that much to put into personal development. I can't put that much aside to do this online course." And I'm like, "Okay, well, you know, that's fine if you think that, but I'm just going to let you know that you're always going to be in the same spot if you don't learn what you need to learn and then implement it to actually change things." So. I get it. You're busy. I've been here myself. You're busy. You're working flat out, but you only ever seem to have enough money to just get by, right? You know, there might only be a couple hundred dollars left in the business bank account at the end of every week. And we don't want that. We want we want to stockpile some money, okay? We want, we want to be profitable. Like I said, we didn't get into business to struggle. So, if this is you, it is time to examine a few things in your business. And these are the three main reasons that your business is not profitable. So, number one, you're not retaining clients. So, if you can't keep people coming back to you, business growth is always going to be a massive struggle and you're always going to be struggling to make money. You're going to be looking at your calendar. You're going to be seeing white gaps. You're going to be stressing out And going, oh my God, I need more clients. I need to do this training or I need to do that or I need to do better marketing or whatever. I need to discount my prices. I need to put a special up to fill that spot. And the trouble is, usually when you put a special up or a promotion or a package or something like that last minute to attract someone in at the last second to fill a big gap, it's not the right kind of client. It's someone who chases sales, it's someone who's looking for a bargain. Nine times out of 10, it's someone that isn't going to continue coming back to your business. And we want people to keep coming back to our business. That is what retention is all about. So, if you are, for example, retaining 80% of all the clients that come to you all the time, you're only going to have 20% left of your bookable hours that are available for new clients to book. So, it's not going to be so much of a stress. They're probably just going to organically fill anyway. You know, your returning clients might actually book separate services or they might add on and make their service a little bit longer. So then that eats into that 20%. And all of a sudden, you're fully booked, right? Because these people, they know you, they love you, they love the experience that they have in your business, and they keep coming back to you. They feel valued, they feel special. The results that they're getting with you are good. So they keep coming back. And when you haven't got clients coming back, you usually spend money on marketing, which cuts into your profit as well. You will discount things. You'll, you'll start reaching at limbs. You'll go, oh, well, I need to get better at Canva, so I'm going to do this course. Or I'm, I'm look, this coach is making heaps of money. I'm going to go do coaching with her because she talked about having 75K cash months. And then all you learn is how to become another coach. You don't learn how to actually grow your salon or retain clients. So, you know, we start doing these silly things when we're desperate, and that all eats into our business profitability. So, making sure that you are providing an amazing customer experience and that your clients feel welcome, they feel important, and, you know, that they need to keep returning to you because they've formed a connection with you or your team or your business as a whole is really, really important. So, that should be number one focus for becoming more profitable. So, number two, duh, your prices aren't high enough. (laughs) You know, like I said, it's a no-brainer. Your profit's not there, put your prices up. So, I know that it's not that cut and dry, but if you have never actually examined your costs properly, so looked at how much, your products cost you, how much product you're using on every client for every different service, what your overheads are. So rent, electricity, gas, you know, all of your subscriptions and things like that, your booking system, FPOS fees, whatever, all of that sort of stuff. Plus you need to make a wage for yourself. So those three things go into setting your service prices and then you need to add your profit on top. So, your desired profit margin on top. Now, this varies from business to business and it can vary from service to service depending on the amount of time you're spending with people and you know what the service is. So, how much product you need to buy and things like that. So, you, if you haven't done that, if you haven't examined all of your costs properly and you've properly sat down and worked out everything and looked at how much time you're spending and broken everything down, you need to do that. And I can bet you, I'll bet you 200 bucks that if you sit down and do that legwork, which a lot of you don't, you know, this is something that I teach my students inside Salon Goals. You know, if you don't do this legwork, I know it's shit. I know it's boring. I know that you don't want to do it because you're going to realize that you're undercharging. Yeah. <laughs> That's the realization that you're going to have. That's why you're putting this job off. Let's be real. If you sit down and do that legwork, and you know, you haven't got much of a profit left at the end of the week. I can guarantee you that your prices aren't high enough. So you need to raise them, and it's okay to raise them. If you lose clients, so be it. If people leave you over a few dollars or, you know, 10 dollars or something like that, they'll probably looking for an excuse to leave at some point anyway. And again, they're not the type of client that are going to stick around for a long time if they're fully focused on the cost. Okay? So, pop your prices up. If you lose a couple of clients, that's fine. You just got to roll with it and watch those spaces being filled by clients that are happy to pay your higher price. So, even if you do lose a couple, don't stress. You're going to be earning more money anyway than you were before because you've popped your price up and then you'll find a few new clients that are happy to pay. So, put your price up. It's a massive, massive thing, but so many of us are so reluctant to do it because we are so, you know, we have so many limiting beliefs around, you know, how much we can charge. And oh, I didn't go to university. I can't charge that much. People don't want to pay for lash extensions. I've got no money. So everybody else must have no money. You know, we have all these limiting beliefs and it stops us from growth and it stops us from being successful. Number three so you need to regularly review your spending. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. This is another one. And this is another really, really simple thing. Okay. If you have done the legwork, you've looked at your prices, you've costed out everything, and you know that you are earning a profit on each and every service that you offer in your business, it's time to look at your spending. What are you buying? Are you buying personal things from your business account? Now, look, I've been guilty of this. You know, I know what it's like when you. All of a sudden, well, actually, I'll go back even further. You grew up poor, right? You never had any money. You got told that everything was too expensive. We can't have that. That's rich people only do those nice things. We can't afford to go on a plane. We can't afford to go on a nice holiday, so we're going to go camping. You know, we can't wear surf brand clothing because we can't afford it you know the list goes on you hear that for years and years and years it's drummed into you as a child it's drummed into you as a teenager you live in you know a a housing commission house you you know you got a single mum you have you got issues around money right and then you start this business and it's going good and you're making money and you hire people and you start making all this money and you go shit look at all this money going into my bank account i've never had this much money in my life and then you get a little bit excited and then you, oh, I might just treat myself this designer bag because, you know, there's 20 grand in my bank account. I, I can afford that $5,000 bag, you know, and you start doing things like that. And it doesn't even need to be on personal things. You know, you start getting a little bit happy about spending money on courses, you know, things for the business. I know I've definitely fallen into a trap of finding the perfect glue, finding the perfect tweezer trying all these different eye patches and and you know when i did nails all, i had to have every single color that you know ever came out of my gel polish that i used at the time you know just spending money oh but it's a business expense it's okay it's a business expense it's all right but i never ever had like a real budget or any idea what i was doing with my money how much i should be saving for tax how much, you know, I need to put aside just to have in the business bank account for emergencies or like a buffer. And, you know, this is all years ago now. I've learnt and had a few rude shocks from the tax office and got caught out just spending too much because I wasn't used to having that kind of money. And I know that a lot of us are the same. Some of some of you are very, very good with their money. You know, perhaps you've been taught by your parents or, you know, you learnt it. Oh, you wouldn't have learned it at school, but you know you've learnt somewhere. maybe you've been interested in finance or interested in investing, or you you know you've done bookkeeping for somebody else or whatever. You had a bit of a clue before you started your business. You know, if you have bad self-control and you've all of a sudden got a lot of money sitting there and you're not used to having it, it's very, very easy to fall into the trap of overspending. So if I were you, I would talk to Your accountant or your bookkeeper or somebody you trust for financial advice, and you know, sit down and look at look at a budget. Go, okay, I'm earning this every week. My prices are right. I've got good cash flow. Why have I got no money? And then start to examine what you're actually spending your business money on. If you're doing three online programs that you're not utilizing, and then you're, you know, maybe you've got a new staff member that's only half booked out, but you put them on full time and you know, so they're costing you money and they're not really bringing in the revenue. You know, there could be a, a, a multitude of things that you're spending on heaps of little different subscriptions. They really add up as well. Those weekly or monthly subscriptions for apps and things like that for your business. You might've bought a car through your business or you might've bought technology, you know, and they're all on payment plans or something like that. And it's really eating in to your cash flow. It's eating into your profitability. So I highly recommend you sit down and examine that. I did have a conversation with someone the other day who was really struggling for money and, you know, in one breath, she was kind of like, money situation's really bad, can't afford this, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, like a whole series of things. I kind of gave a little bit of advice and I said, look, you know, you really need to focus on getting more revenue coming in. So, you need to really sit down and hone in on your marketing, make, you know, making sure that you're speaking to your ideal client in your local area all your marketing needs to be spot on. You need to get new clients through the door. You need to keep them coming back, you know, so heavy focus on marketing and heavy focus on client retention. And she sort of came back and said, oh yeah, I'm going to get a graphic, I'm paying a graphic designer to help me. And I'm like, no, you've got no money to pay a graphic designer. That's not important. So, you know, sometimes we do these things to actually avoid doing the actual work. And I think that it's really important if you're struggling to pay for things, don't outsource anything else. I am at a point in my business where I have the luxury of outsourcing quite a few things, but I'm short on time. I'm not short on money. I'm short on time. So that's the difference. If you have time to sit down and play around with Canva and you know test your audience, look at insights, look what's working for your account, look what posts are actually bringing in new bookings, you know doing a little bit of research on yourself, performing a few tests on your own account to, Grow it more and grow your actual clientele in the salon. You know, if you've got the time to do that, no, I would argue that everyone has the time to do this. No matter what's happening in your life, if it's a priority for you, if you make it, you know, important and you make it non-negotiable and you allocate time to doing that every day, you will see results. And I think that it's better than just going and paying someone to do up some nicer graphics, because I really don't think that doing up some nicer graphics for your Instagram account is necessarily going to result in more paying clients. It's just overall going to make your feed look nicer. So, if you're having cash flow issues, if your business is not profitable, please don't go out and spend more money. You need to actually focus on the things that matter and focus on actually making more. If you're spending too much, you need to focus on making more or you need to slow down on that spending. So, Again, if you're having problems with any of this stuff, I would love to help you. Please feel free to reach out to me. I do offer one-on-one coaching sessions now that are available to book just standalone sessions through the link in my bio on my Instagram. So, I'm over there at Lauren Lappin underscore. So, you can book a one-on-one standalone session or you can book a discovery call where we actually talk about ongoing coaching. So, if that's something that's a priority for you and you need help with this stuff, I'm so happy to help you with it. I do have a few spots available in 2024 for ongoing coaching, or this is something that I teach in my online program called Salon Goals. So, if you need any information about that, please don't hesitate to send me a DM. But that is all I've got for you today, and I will see you online soon.